You're listening to A Little Bit Better, a podcast where we talk about how breaking goals into small steps can lead to big results. Here we'll examine the cause and effects of our thoughts, our actions, and inactions, and how they influence how we live our lives. I'm your host, Chris Swale, a life and health coach. Let's get started. Hi, welcome back to A Little Bit Better, the podcast. I'm your confidence coach and host, Chris Swale. Today's episode may be a quickie, but I think it's really, really needed. In context, in case you're listening to this not close to the release date, we are still living through a pandemic and it feels heavy. It's February. It's dark, although the days are getting longer. And people are feeling it. People are not feeling motivation. They're feeling exhausted. They're not happy. They're feeling anxious. It's a heavy time. And so I decided to deviate a little bit from my content planning and put this episode out about joy. So why might this episode be a quickie? Because the topic is so beautifully simple. It's light, it's easy, and it doesn't need a lot of explaining. So let's talk about joy, baby. Joy is defined as a feeling of great pleasure and happiness, of bliss, an attitude or position of complete happiness. Joy is often interchanged with happiness, in fact, and while I don't care to split hairs in our labeling and defining of things, I feel that joy goes deeper. Obviously, everybody can interpret things their own way, but in the name of trying to differentiate between joy and happiness, this is how I do it. Happiness is light and can lean into joy, and joy fills the soul deeper. I find it fascinating and delightful that joy can be felt alongside an array of other emotions, not all of them obviously happy. You can feel joy through deep sorrow and grief, through fear and relief, just as much as you can feel joy through or with love and connection, achievement, pride, and so much more. Okay, you may be wondering, if joy is so simple, why am I doing a podcast episode about it? The answer is simple too, because we so often forget joy. Yes, we forget joy. We forget how to feel it or how to find it or how to give it to ourselves or to others. We forget to laugh or at least to laugh often. When did you last laugh? A really good gut-grabbing laugh. Think about it. I hope you know when you did, but many, many people don't. Laughing brings more oxygen-rich air into your body, which fuels your body. Laughing is a food. Think about kids. They laugh all the time, and half of them don't eat well, but they still grow and thrive. I'm just kidding. I have no idea about the science behind that. But my point is that kids are joyful. They find joy in the most tiniest things and moments. But as we age, as we grow, the laughter fades. Look at stereotypical sullen teenagers. And by adulthood, our laughter becomes less and less frequent as the stress from our responsibilities compound. We can get so bogged down in life, in the to-dos, the dramas, our image, 
all of our stressors that we stop seeing the simple joys that kids so easily pluck from any situation. I am 100% guilty of this. When I'm grumpy and encounter things that usually make me laugh, I sometimes notice this split-second pause where I know my brain is making a choice. It's deciding if I should stay in my little negative cloud or if I should release and just give in to the joy. It's so interesting when I catch myself having this little battle because joy feels great. Why wouldn't we always want to pick joy? Joy should win every time. But there is a pause. There is a deliberation. Sometimes our brain does not want to let go or release the anger or the negative emotions. Sometimes we just want to be mad. It feels easier or we feel entitled or a right to it. We want to sit in our tightness and feel a little bit of that victim mentality. It can feel easier, but letting go of anger or grumpiness, frustration, disappointment, letting go of any of those icky feelings you may be having, that release is, of course, emotional, but it's also felt so physically as well. Your body releases the tension it carries from the stress of your negative feelings. When you are feeling stressed or you are in a negative thought cycle, your physical body, your muscles are tense. They don't feel soft and relaxed because stress is felt emotionally in the head as well as in the body. It's like a package deal. Therefore, it goes to say that when you can reduce your stress, you can also reduce and release the tightness and the tension in your physical body. Let's take a second and explore that physical element a little bit. Joyful people or people who feel and express joy regularly have lower cholesterol levels. They have better blood pressure and in correlation to those two aspects, lower cholesterol and better blood pressure have lower rates of heart attacks. How fitting is it then when we want to express love and joy without words, we draw hearts on paper or cup our hands together to form a heart. Living a life full of joy is also said to help boost your immune system, reduce stress, and reduce feelings of physical pain. And those things help people live happier, longer, and have a better quality of life. These incredible health benefits don't come from an obscure, wildly expensive superfood or by medicine or medical intervention, not from anything you can buy. No, a better life can arrive for you simply by way of a feeling, the feeling of joy. Okay, so here is the part that you might scowl at me for. Are you ready? Joy is a choice. I hear your objections. I do, but I say yes. Joy is a choice. Of course, of course, there are situations, circumstances that pull our hearts hard in whichever warranted direction, good or bad. But in your regular, perhaps often mundane day, in your daily routine, you can choose to insert or find joy or you can choose to leave it out. You can actively choose to be negative or not. 
It's difficult to be joyful while thinking negatively. And while I really believe in the philosophy of having two things, it it doesn't have to be either or. In this instance, it is an either or situation. You really can't feel joyful while you're focusing on negative thoughts. You can be in a situation that isn't entirely joyful, but your intentional focus has to be one or the other. An example of what I mean by feeling joy in a circumstance that also is painful would be grief. You can be extraordinarily sad and stricken with grief, but also feel the joy from memories of your lost loved one or just the coming together of people in general. And that's a situation where you're allowing yourself to feel all the feelings. When I'm speaking about the either or situation with joy or negativity, it's about your intentions. It's about what you choose to do or choose to focus on. And you can't focus on joy and negativity at the same time. At least I don't think you can. And so it leads that choosing to be joyful will ease you out of your negative holding patterns. It's an action that needs to be taken deliberately. There are times when I'm trying to work. Oh, hi. (laughs) Having three kids during a year of lockdowns and stay-at-home orders. The volume of my kids at play or on their remote Google Classrooms, if it starts amping up, my first instinct is to tell them to shush, to stop. Admittedly, I do this. But my favorite and I'm getting better at this, is when I catch myself about to do that and instead am able to just watch them deep in their ridiculous antics, throwing their heads back in laughter, eyes sparkling in happiness, and I get to watch their joy. And that watching of their joy, it brings me joy. This usually also means I'm watching a mess in the making, which is what has typically been my trigger to stop them, but now I'm working on letting them have their joy and letting myself tap into theirs too. Adults can be so focused on life and all the things that have to be done that they also lose joy. It's almost like we don't know how to have it or find it anymore. Isn't that sad? I think it's partly why the lack of socialization is so hard for me in these lockdowns. We often, consciously or not, rely on the room to lead our moods. And social gatherings and events are usually where people are happy, laughing, excitedly chatting, dancing, creating, cooking, eating, all these things that in togetherness brings effortless joy. My best girlfriends and I have so much fun when we have a girls' night out. We laugh until our cheeks hurt, our makeup is smudged or completely worn off by the end of the night. I'm a big feeler, so I cry in sadness and laughter quite easily. That's a lot of face wiping. At some point, one of us usually makes fun of us all, noting our silliness and our ridiculous antics. I get home way too late, flop into bed, but am so filled with joy. And right now, that is missing from our lives, and it just makes everything feel really, really heavy. The pandemic will end. The restrictions will end at some point. We just don't know when and Obviously, it depends where you are in the world. 
But pandemic or not, let's talk about how we can consciously insert more joy into our lives. So here's six ways to do that. Number one, this may sound a little strange, but it's extraordinarily important. So number one is decide to feel more joy. You must choose this. Allow joy in. This means owning your part, your responsibility in creating and maintaining joy in your life. Let yourself laugh. Even if it sounds like awkward honking, let go of the tension in your jaw, let go of the tension in your neck and your shoulders, breathe deeply and relax your belly. Number two, stop waiting for joy to arrive. Stop waiting for something or someone else to bring it to you. You bring it. You find it. No more waiting. This is your life. If you want it to be better, if you want better things, you go get them. Number three, you know that saying, stop and smell the flowers? Yeah, well, some flowers smell incredible and some not so much. Have you ever noticed that, I think it's tiger lilies, those orange ones, smell like hot dogs? They do. They smell like hot dogs to me. But the point is to slow the hustle and bustle and simply notice and appreciate the things happening around you right now. Be present. See and appreciate the little things. Just notice. Number four is practice gratitude daily. Create a habit of appreciation The practice of gratitude can take mere minutes. You can take as long as you want as well, but you can effectively practice gratitude in a minute or two and it will rewire your brain and your thinking patterns so that you look for positivity in your life instead of negativity. You find positivity. You just see it wherever you look. Go back and listen to episode three called Gratitude is the Attitude to dive deeper or get a reminder into the benefits and ways to practice gratitude. Number five, choose your people well. Surround yourself with people that make life feel lighter, not people who bring you down. Now, not to be confused with You're not relying on these people to bring you joy. It's not their job, but you're choosing, you're selecting people that aren't going to be malicious or negative or try to bring you down. When you hang out with people who radiate positivity or like-mindedness to you, that's in a good way, you will be elevated, you will feel lifted up, and you will also be able to lift them up. And finally, number six is make sure you know what brings you joy. I know it might sound crazy, but remember how I mentioned earlier that it can seem that adults forget how to be joyful? It's not a lie. It's a real thing. Adults smile and laugh much less than kids do each day. We slowly lose our sense of letting ourselves experience those simple joys. So it's not a stretch that you might be sitting there going, I don't even know what brings me joy insert brain exploding emoji, right? Yes. Do you know what sparks joy for you? It's not a crazy question. A lot of people think, oh yeah, I like this. That makes me happy. But do you know 
what brings you joy, what makes you feel so blissful and light and right in your body and your mind. Determine that, find out what those things are, and then actively insert them into your life. It might look like self-care, it might be reading books or dancing or creating or sex, grab your partner and have fun. Don't overcomplicate it. Joy doesn't have to be big. Small joys are arguably better. They're easier to access. I love flowers. I love to send flowers to people. That brings me joy. And sometimes I send them to myself. Then every time I see them, they give me joy. It's such a simple thing that doesn't take a lot of effort and I just get continuous waves of joy from it. So I encourage you to grab your journal or just a blank piece of paper and write the things that really bring you joy. Think about it and it might not take you two minutes because you may have to do a bit of a deep dive there to remember the things that bring you joy. I know you can do it. Speaking of being happy and joyful and making life feel better, I need your help. I'm conducting some research and so I'm looking for 10 mums who can give me 20 to 30 minutes of their time. It's really simple and easy. We're just going to have a call, a private call, and discuss what it's like to be a mom. In exchange for your opinions, feelings, and time, I will be giving you a $10 gift card for Starbucks. So please reach out. You can email me, chris at a littlebitbetter.ca or send me a message through Instagram if you're interested and we'll find a time to book you in. Thank you so much. I look forward to connecting with 10 of you amazing mamas soon. We all know that life can't be happy all the time. Life is about all the things, all the emotions, the circumstances. It's good, it's bad, it's ugly, it's beautiful. But you can put joy into your life and I highly recommend that you do so, that you choose to do so. Show the world your pearly whites or quietly feel your heart warm and your days feel brighter and lighter while you bask in your joys. Inserting just a wee bit of joy daily into your life will make your days a little bit better. You've got this. Thanks for listening to A Little Bit Better. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find this podcast. Subscribe to A Little Bit Better so you never miss an episode. Share it with friends and family. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at This Is A Little Bit Better or find me online at a littlebitbetter.ca. I'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like information about coaching with me, please reach out. I am Chris Swale. I'm excited to connect again soon. So until next time, have fun being a little bit better.